Hi guys, welcome to Library Overload. This is Tavia. This is Susie. Don't forget to go check out our blog where we post all of the books that we talk about. And that is just libraryoverload.home.blog. Also check us out on Instagram where we keep up with some fun stuff and pictures and random things like that. And we are just Library Overload there. Today, since we are all still quarantined. Time has no meaning anymore. I I don't know what is up, what is down. Tavia and I have decided that we're all hobbitses now. We eat what we want, we drink when we want, or Mm -hmm. I drink when I want. And just live life with no abandon. Yes, I had breakfast and then... 11 Z's and, and then lunch and then I'll have dinner and supper and it's just like yeah straight up living in my hobbit hole not going out eating yep. all the time I'm for sure a hobbit right now yeah all I do is eat and drink I had to fill out a health assessment thing for my new insurance and it was like <laughs> Like so, it was all of the questions were like, okay, based on the past few weeks, and I'm like, based on quarantine, <laughs> that's not real life, right? That's not real I life. Can't answer this question. <laughs> quarantine life is not real life. You have to subtract it's not. those. <laughs> it's like zombie land, but quarantine land. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, nobody, I guess, thought that it would we would still be in quarantine. In the middle of April, but here we are living. Life has no meaning. Yeah. Well, time definitely has no meaning. It's like, I'll be like, yeah, you know, something that happened like three weeks ago. And Daniel's like, that was two days ago. But I I feel you. (laughs) I feel you. It feels like it was two weeks ago, but I swear it was just a couple days. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Nothing is happening. Yeah. I stay in my house. I'm not feeling good, not virus good, guys, calm down. But I went outside because it was gorgeous the past couple of days. And I went outside and played in the grass that was freshly cut. And now I'm dying. (laughs) That's how allergies get you. They make it look so nice out there. They're like, come outside and play. Yeah, it's like sirens. It's like a siren. It it is. And you know that the outside has nothing good for you. You go anyway, and then you're sick for days. Yeah, I feel like garbage. And it's like my body just be like, this is what you get for eating garbage and drinking all the time and not putting on real pants. Yeah. This is what you get. I'm like, this Um, is fine. I know when we started this, we talked about the differences in you, you know, me being okay with staying home. And I'm definitely starting to get a little stir crazy. Um, I saw a meme the other day. It said, I'm a homebody, but damn, I like to go one or two places. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, nothing has been more accurate. (laughs) I know. I just, I never thought that I liked people until I I was, I just couldn't talk. I couldn't see anybody. Oh, you posted something yesterday that made it very real for me. You said, I want to hug everybody. And I was like, shook. 
I, I know I am guys I am not a hugger we live in a place that like everyone's like hey I saw you yesterday let me give you a hug and I'm like I am it's I a very southern to, thing I don't need to hug you also people that I've only met a couple of times they'll hug you by not my kind of thing but I swear to god y'all as soon as this is over I'm hugging everybody <laughs> everybody like it's just it's just driving me crazy that I can't do what I want to do. I can't see who I want to see. Like I yeah. just, I made, after I posted that on Facebook, I made Chris come and hug me. I was just like, I'm just sad. Aww. I need a hug. Yeah. He, I He didn't care, but <laughs> no. he, he did give me a hug. I also saw my cousin posted a thing that said, you know what? I thought I'd miss the stores and I, you know, all of this stuff, but really when it boils down to it, I don't miss shopping. I don't miss this or that. I miss people. I miss people. And that is, that's a real thing. I do miss people. Um, but I also miss TJ Mac. Yeah. Like I miss the bookstore. I really wanted to go to the bookstore real bad the other day. And I was like, yeah. I can't go. And, like, our library book sale was supposed to happen the weekend that the coronavirus started. And I'm just, like, just bummed. And I miss TJ Maxx. And so I spent a whole bunch of money on Amazon the other day. Just because I miss shopping. Yeah. It's a real thing. But to segue, (laughs) we're going to talk comfort books today, guys. Yes, because... we thought it would be a perfect time to get into your comfy pajamas and just... You, if you haven't brushed your hair in days, it's fine. Yes. I just haven't. something to make you feel better. Books that, yes. needs that, that bring you to a happy place. Yes. So, first of all, for me, my comfort reads are books that... I've read over and over and over. I know what's going to happen, but I want to read it over again anyways. Those are the best. But we'll give you some more options as well, just in case. Yeah, I kind of think we took this episode in two different directions, which is great because it just kind of highlights the differences between us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, I, I wrote down nothing that I haven't talked about before, and you guys will just be okay with that because <laughs> it's been several yeah, episodes you're gonna listen and you're gonna like it <laughs> not in a bad way but it's been several episodes since I talked about these books <laughs> but when you think about when I think about my comfort books it's things that I've already read so there was no way to get new material you know in in my mind for you guys so these are just books that make me very happy. The book that I think about the most when someone asks me what book makes me the happiest to read is Red, White, and Royal Blue by <gasps> Casey McKeeston. Because it's so good. It's so good. Guys, it is so, so good. Friend of the podcast, Caitlin, just finally finished it. Yes, she she sent me a picture. She's gonna post on her Instagram. She has a bookstagram, guys. Um, so you guys, it's between the lines reads. So definitely check that out. Um, she's gonna be posting about this book sometime in the yeah, near future. She said that she loved it. It was a roller coaster, but she was so happy at the end of it. Like, yes, it's just like it. It makes you have the biggest smile plastered yes. on your face at the end of it. And Absolutely. for me, that is what we need right now. Something mm-hmm. that just 
gets you out of reality that makes you ridiculously happy. And this is one for me. And and I know we've talked about it multiple times, <laughs> but if you don't remember, it's the son of the president of the United States and the son of the um, the grandson of the Queen of England fall in love. Oh. So a gay royal presidential romance. It's and like I just everything. I am here for all of it. <laughs> I loved it. Now there are a few sad moments, but overall, just like I, I can't even explain to you the warm fuzzies that you get when you read it. Yeah. It's just so and funny. I- I don't think the sad parts are anything worse than any other romance. You, there's got to be that push and pull. So, like, right. I don't think it's anything that's, like, going to put you in a in a funk, like I think. Right. No, it definitely will not put you in a funk. It won't leave you depressed and sad. <laughs> that was so much enunciation. I know. <laughs> because we needed it. <laughs> Because that's how I feel, <laughs> depressed. <laughs> so, red, white, and royal blue will definitely help suck you out of your depression hole. It makes me so happy. It's so good. So, going off of something that I've seen repeated over and over during this COVID-19 pandemic is something that Mr. Rogers said. And it was when I was a child and something scary was happening. My mother told me to look for the helpers and people keep repeating this during this time in our lives. And it made me think of the good neighbor, the life and work of Fred Rogers, like who better to get you through such a shit time Mm -hmm. than Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Like, and so this is like, a 450 page book about him and his life from birth until he passes away. You know, you learn everything there is to know about him and it's awesome. It's just so much information. It's like, you just get to see what a kind and beautiful person he was. Mm -hmm. And it just makes you want to be a better human And during Mm -hmm. this time, we're seeing so many people step up and Mm -hmm. be more kind and more, like, more empathetic. And I think that's a perfect time to read about Mr. Rogers. That's what I should do because when I go to the grocery store right now, I get so stressed at the people who have a blatant disregard for everything that's happening right now. So, like, I need to keep Mr. Rogers in my head. There you go. And, and look for the people who are helping, the people who yes. are doing good, and, and try to be a Mr. Rogers person in this world. Yes. Try to be a Mr. Rogers and not a Dolores Umbridge. <laughs> I've seen the memes of that that said if coronavirus was a person. Yes, it, it would be. It's that all activities uh, have been canceled. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Stupid amazing. Umbridge. Moving right along. Another book that I love that makes me happy was Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. Oh, okay. Anything, like, by a female comedian. I haven't read a lot of male comedians, oddly enough. But just anything by a comedian. 
really. But Tina Fey's was my favorite one that I read, and probably because it was the first one that I read mm. when I got into that little niche. Yeah, but we it's... did a great episode on comedians' books. Yeah, and I think we gave like twenty different options for people. <laughs> yes, to read. that's something so that we both love to out. read. Yeah, yeah, we both love to read those. Um, but Bossy Pants was the first comedian's book that I read, and it was just it was hilarious. I mean, it's Tina Fey. She's she's the the end all be all. I don't have any words. Like I think she's, she's like a- the godfather of funny women. Like in this day and age. Yes. And just like so much women's rights, like female power, feminism, like, you know, don't be, don't let them tell you you're not funny. Don't let them call you bitchy when you're just being bossy and assertive. Mm -hmm. And also just hysterical anecdotes about growing up, you know, and she worked at the YMCA and she talks about that and you know, she just she's just hilarious. So basically everything she touches is gold. And so her book, Bossy Pants, was hysterical. And anytime I need a good, like, refresher, like, mind reset, something by a comedian is always a good choice. I agree. I'll, um, I'll kind of bookend that by saying I read Billy Crystal's book uh, maybe a year or so ago. And it was fantastic. Yeah. Just him talking about kind of getting into show business and how he kind of got his big break in when Harry met Sally. That was like his first big leading man role. Like, Aww. and just, I it, didn't it was just wonderful. That. Yeah, it was wonderful. He, and he was uh, late 30s, early 40s, something like that. Um, before that, he had just done like just smaller things. But when Harry met Sally was his first big leading role and and he was just he's so funny I mean he's he's I can't remember what the name of the book is I'll have to look it up but it is Billy Crystal and he's just so funny he's so witty like it it was just it was awesome so yeah comedians books are gonna be awesome right now also, another thing, I was wanting to bring him up. Right now, Leslie Jordan is giving me life. <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys know, Leslie Jordan, he's a very short little, he's actually 4'11", which is not that much shorter than I am. It, <laughs> it's really kind of funny when I think about it. But he's actually quarantining in Chattanooga because that's where he's from. That's where and his mama lives. His mama. He is a hilariously southern gay man that is cracking me up. His Instagrams are literally to die for. And I just found out he has a book that I want to read. Uh, it's called My Trip Down the Pink Carpet. All right. Yes. So I am very excited to, to put that on my list because I bet it's going to be hysterical. Because he's been in Hollywood since the 80s. Yeah. He's like had a million bit parts yeah uh, but you he's... watch will and grace so you mm-hmm. probably know him as beverly leslie on oh, leslie oh yeah um he and karen who is megan mullally who also has a fantastic book bt dubs but they are like mortal, they're mortal enemies they hate each other <laughs> and it's so 
funny because it's just constant like one upping and it's (laughs) just hilarious that's amazing and whenever quarantine is done he was supposed to have a new show where he's uh starring with mayim bialik amy farrah fowler from big bang theory they are going to be in a show together mayim is going to be a woman named cat and uh, she's in her late thirties, I believe, and she's never gotten married. So she takes the money that her parents were saving for her grand wedding one day and uses it to start a cat tea shop. And Leslie Jordan, Leslie Jordan is a gay man that has just recently broken up with his longtime partner and they kind of find each other and Aww. become friends. That it sounds, sounds really cool. It sounds really cool. I love Mayim Bialik. I love Leslie Jordan. And I would be very intrigued to see them work together. Yes. Uh, I, it's something. It, the show is something like All About Cat with a K. I think that's what it's called. All About oh, Cat. That sounds fun. Yes. I, I'm very excited for mm-hmm. this to all be done so I can watch that because that'll be funny. Yeah. So the kind of the world can get back to. Yes. Yes, I have plans this summer, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. My next one, I'm going to go in a smutty route. I'm going to give you a series with five books. So this will give you lots of things to read. And And I know I've talked about this before. So just real briefly, I'll mention the Crossfire series by Sylvia Day. First book is titled Bared to You. This follows Gideon and Eva. Gideon is, of course, the sexy, smoldering mm-hmm. billionaire man that Eva yes. happens to run into in the bil- the lobby of the building that he works in. And things just go from there. It's been compared to Fifty Shades of Grey. I guess in the smut fractor route, I will say, sure, it is like It is not a BDSM or an attempt no, at... No, it is not. But, like, the... The lots of smuttiness, yes. And I will also say, I have never once in my life run into a sexy billionaire in a lobby anywhere. And I no, it's real rude that I haven't. Right, it's real disheartening. Yeah, yeah, not okay at all that I haven't run into a a sexy billionaire that thought I was beautiful and wanted to fly me on his private jet somewhere. Right. Yeah. yeah I have read the first book in the series and I really enjoyed it, but you know how I am with series. Mm-hmm. But this series is really good. There's a whole lot of drama. There's obviously sexy stuff. There's the push and pull that you always get in romance and just, it's really, really good. I need to reread it again because it's been a long time. I haven't read it again since the final book came out a few years ago, but it is very good. I purchased all of them, and in mm-hmm. our episode where we talked about the used bookstore, I got several of them for like 25, 25 cents. cents. Yeah. Um, so it I has a completed series. Just because it was bargain books does not mean that it is bargain writing. No, but I lots don't know of good why books are cheap. cheap. I wonder, though, if sometimes the used bookstore just has too many of one, and so they're like, we just need to get them out of here, maybe. Could be. But it is very good. But there's been some fun stuff on um, Amazon, like Kindle books that have been free lately. Um, One of the Twisted Tales, the Conceal Don't Feel, which is the Anna and Elsa story, I got for free the other day. Me too. 
I know. I saw it and I was like, uh, that's going to be mine. Like, yes. why wouldn't I get the free? Fine. Yes. Like, no, no problem at all. Chris, it's like even... the seagulls in um, Nemo. Mine. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, Chris saw me hit purchase. On, he was like, what are you buying now? So I was like, no, just, it's free. <laughs> I got in trouble for my spending last week. Oh he told God. me no more. <laughs> I just get bored. <laughs> yes, boredom shopping is a legitimate thing. It really is. Well, the next one I'm going to talk about, I think I talked about it in our first episode. Nice. Ever. Of That's- all time. That's been 60 episodes ago. It really has. This is our 60th episode. That's a big deal. That's so long ago. Thank you guys so much for listening to our stupidity. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Stupidity? (laughs) Stupidity? (laughs) I guess we broke up and I just heard (laughs) stupidity. (laughs) This conversation, case in point. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Continue. Okay. Where'd You Go, Bernadette by Maria Simple. That's a good one. I really feel like if I had a child and I lived in the Seattle area, that Bernadette would be me because she's just, she's so cynical about like the granola people that are up there and the bake sale moms and stuff. And I just really feel like I would be the mom dressed in black, bringing cookies that I bought from the store, to the bake sale, (laughs) getting ridiculed for it. Like that's the kind of, you know, that's the kind of world I live in. I'm not baking all of the homemade stuff like you are. I I, I, I was gonna. I was just to thinking to myself like I would get I would get along with the hippies in Seattle. I wouldn't get along with the crazy PTA moms, but the hippies I would be fine with. Right, but like the ones that say you have mm-hmm. to bake something yourself from the bake sale. I'm like, then oh, I'm yeah. not doing it. I'll yeah. just give you ten dollars. It's fine. Yeah. After this is over, no one's telling me what to do ever again. <laughs> I am done. Done. That's funny. But Where'd You Go, Bernadette is, it, it's really hilarious. It's, it's, it opens up with Bernadette having gone missing. Mm-hmm. And her daughter is reading her emails and letters and texts and going backwards and trying to figure out what happened to her mother. And it, it really is, is just very funny. It ends on such a happy place. And yeah, the humor in it is so relatable to me that it makes me a happy person. <laughs> I was cackling, cackling, at, like like she started a landslide, like into her neighbor's house, like yes. just insanity. Yes, it was. It's, it's like sitcom level, like hijinks. Yes, and like you can just so vividly see it in your like in your mind how it's going on. Mm. I know. Didn't the movie come out already? Yes, it is out. Kate Blanchett plays uh, Bernadette, and it is I out. I really want to see it. Kristen Wiig plays the PTA mom. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. I knew yeah. Kate Blanchett, and I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have seen her as Bernadette in my head, but I, I like but it. But I can see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's not who I would have pictured either. But yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh no, I can, I can get on board with that. 
but it is it is just really funny and it's an epistolary novel and I love yes, that word <laughs> but Bernadette basically also kind of has a little bit of agoraphobia and doesn't mm-hmm. like to go out and so she's hired an assistant who then proceeds to have hilarity ensue and her daughter figuring out what happened to her mom through the course of this is just, it's brilliant. Cause I mean, what kid wouldn't want to go through all of their mom's messages and right. understand their mom better? You know, that would be, mm-hmm. be pretty interesting, but also, yeah, just freaking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to kind of, Go off of what Tavia said for the comedians books. I'm also going to give you an option for some juicy tell-all celebrities. So I haven't read this yet, but I desperately want to read Open Book by Jessica Simpson. This just came out a few weeks ago. And she is apparently very candid about a whole lot of stuff about her relationship. Yeah, about her relationship with her first husband, um, her relationship with John Mayer, and her relationship with alcohol. Like, she's just very candid from what I understand. And I really want to read it. I was a big Jessica Simpson fan back when we were all young and... Loved yes. those those ballads in 2001. Like, it was just, yes. it was a good I time. I used to watch her and Nick's show. Yes. Newbie and Reds. I remember the whole I loved it. Tuna the chicken of the sea. Incident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I had, that, that hadn't been on my radar as something that would be good. But if she's that candid, I bet it actually mm-hmm. would be. Yeah. It's just, it's stuff like that that I really love. I'll even read celebrity memoir like tell-alls kind of like that that I don't even I'm not a huge fan of them just because I like to know what happens behind the scenes I always want to know what happens like I want to read just everybody's tell-alls I want to read them all like I want all of the information and I want more like more juicy stuff sometimes yes Yes, sometimes they're too nice or sometimes they won't name names. I'm like, no, I am here for the names. Mm -hmm. But I am very intrigued by it. I was a big, big fan of her. I mean, I still am. She's an incredible businesswoman now, Mm -hmm. like just killing it. Yes. Uh, So uh, one of the things I, I heard, someone was talking about this book on a podcast the other day that I was listening to. And they said that when she and Nick Lachey were getting divorced, she was worth much more than him at that time. And he was asking for several million dollars. Like I guess is uh, just a payout alimony kind of thing. Interesting. Uh, lump sum alimony is what I mean. And her father, who was negotiating all of this for her, she eventually was just like, Dad, just give him the money. I want to be done with this. I'll make it all back. And she literally said, and I did. Plus a billion because she's literally she's literally worth over a billion dollars now really yes her uh, her shoes uh clothing uh purses all of that she's made more money doing that than music ever yeah it's why she doesn't sing anymore just because she doesn't need to right but yeah so like mary kate and ashley they make all of their money early and they're just right peace out 
Yeah, no, that now they're just designing, and I don't even like their stuff. But anyway, it's very weird. You know, that's a book I would read. One oh, by I would Mary Kate and Ashley. Out of that book. Oh my god, I loved them. I just I pulled up I pulled up Netflix the other day and uh, New York Minute is on there now and I was like really? oh my god <laughs> that's hilarious my sister was completely obsessed with them growing up she had you guys are the same age you and my sister she had literally every one of those mystery movies that they did on VHS yep me too and I, I watched them with her and yeah. uh. And then it's ta- it takes two is on Netflix, yes. mm-hmm. and so I have seen all of those movies. I loved them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were many a slumber party where we watched Holiday in the Sun. Yes. What is the the London one? London. Hmm. Oh, crap. I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember. It's it right the now. debate one. Yes, they're winning, they're like winning a... London, winning London. That's what it's called. <laughs> No. Wow, you just got so excited. I wish you guys could have seen what just happened. Like she just had a whole spaz attack. <laughs> Anyways, if if they ever wrote a book, yes. Oh, I would spend all of the dollars to get that Take book. Take my money. I cuz I mean, they've gone through some shit. Like yeah. imagine yeah. like hat like basically being forced to be actresses at such a young age and having to do all those movies like just non-stop working and then one of them has gone to rehab or both of them somebody's gone to rehab they went to college they did things they, they did they are um, both married or dating one, much one of them older men like times their age by two yeah yeah um, I know one of them issues. is married. I know one of them is married. I don't know about the other. Um, Mary Kate apparently was like at Heath Ledger's house and the night before he died. Oh wow! Yeah. So some shady stuff has happened. Yes, I would read the heck out of that book. Yes. I know they probably won't ever do one because they're like uber private. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, if if there was only one celebrity memoir I could ever read, that would be the one I'd want to read. What would be another celebrity that's never done a memoir that you would like die to read? Oh. Kate Middleton, like her perspective on yeah. everything that she had to go through to uh-huh. marry Will. That would be very interesting. I don't yes. know who else. What about you? I don't know. I mean, along that same vein, I would read anything the Queen wrote. I knew you would say something about the Queen. I knew it. I even thought to myself, oh, what if the Queen wrote a book? But I was like, no, that's Tavia, not me. Yes, I would. I would. I would read it. Yeah. I'm you a could queen just tell me the good. You could give me the good bits. Yeah. I mean, but just think of, I mean, she's. A million years old. Think of all of the stuff she has been through. She has seen some shit, yeah. Yes, I would read the heck out of that. Yeah. It would be very interesting. Like, what her thought process was behind certain decisions made or, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. It would be interesting. Or what drew her to Philip when she was only 14 or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. It would be very interesting. All right. Your turn. 
Okay, I'm going to go a little smutty as well. And I'm going to go with The Kiss Quotient by Helen Huang. And this is, again, another, my whole thesis for this episode was books that just make you a happy, happy person. And The Kiss Quotient by Helen Huang is a smutty romance. It's a romance. It has a happy ending. And it's just really, really funny. The main character is autistic. And so her mom was like, I'm ready for grandchildren. (laughs) And so she does it and takes it and divides it as a math problem and figures out the best way to become good at relationships. So she hires a male escort. As you do. Yes, obviously. And then hilarity ensues. And it's just so funny. It's smutty and funny and happy. And there was a sequel called The Bride Test, which is also amazing. And you should read it as well. I'm going to have to see if that's available as an ebook from a library because that sounds like something I should read soon. Also, I could mail it to you. Interesting. Actually, I still have those seeds. So we could like put things in, in between us and step away. And yes, like, like, in, like yeah. in a handoff. Yes, like yes, like a, a kidnapping um, situation. <laughs> uh, ransom payment. Yes, yes, I've been watching too much Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what we'll do. My cousin and I have decided to do a book swap. Um, so cute. Yeah, I mean, we live two hours away anyway, so seeing each other is difficult. But this is, you know, I have so many books, and she reads a lot of good books, and so she mailed me. Where the Crawdads Sing. Is that it? Where the Crawdads Sing? Yeah. And I mailed her Daisy Jones and the Six. <gasps> oh, good choice. Yes. I'm very excited to see how it goes. And then we're going to swap back and forth. And That's other so people cute. want in on it. <laughs> I of, saw. And then one of her friends, who is my friend too. I mean, I've known her forever. She's like, it's like the sisterhood of the traveling pants, but with books. And I was like, yes, that makes me so happy. I like it. I think so. that's adorable. Yeah, I can't wait to expound on that. So, yeah, that sounds keep us keep us in the loop on that. I'd love to hear how that goes and like if any other people join in and how that's all. Yeah, because I think it'll be just so much fun because all of us love to read and we're all stuck at home, but the books can travel and that would just be fun. Yeah, that sounds super cute. Yes. Okay. I am going to go with a book that I know I've talked about multiple times, but the, but this is another series. So it gives you several things to read the selection by Kira cash because you need to read it before the movie comes out on Netflix. Yay! I'm, oh, so so excited. I'm a little I bummed really, really hope that they they're moving up. I'm real bummed that they're making it a movie and not a show. Like, it it makes so much sense to me for it to be a show. I don't understand the logic behind it. But I'm sure still. It's a money decision where they don't want to invest in a show. Maybe. I but. Mean, readers I, would want everything to be a show that lasted yeah. one million years. So. Yes. Give me a book to movie adaptation that is line for line exact and I'll sit for 12 hours and watch it I don't care yes but I really hope it's great because the books are fantastic so really quick this is kind of like a dystopian ish bachelor or bachelorette so 
I think, I believe it's 35 women from across the country are chosen to come to vie for Prince Maxon's heart and America. Reread those. I know I was writing this down and I was like, Oh, I need to reread them. I have them. So I should just pick them up. So the first book is called the selection. America is who we follow to go on this adventure. And she starts out going simply to do it, to make money for, to send back to her family because they are in the poorer region as you always are in a dystopian book. But as she stays, she eventually becomes kind of friends with Max. And she's like, Hey, I'm not here to win your heart. I have someone back at home. I'm just here for money for my family. So if you could just do me a favor and keep me here as long as possible, that'd be great. And he's like, sure, I could do that. Like, not a problem. (laughs) And of course, they fall in love. But it's not as simple as that. It never is. It never is. But it's so good. And the covers are gorgeous. I talked about the final book in this trilogy, The One. That the covers are all gorgeous, but the the final of the trilogy is just spectacular. Mm-hmm. Uh, they each have a a girl on the cover in this beautiful gown. It can you can just see you can just see that like oh this is what America was wearing, and it's just it's beautiful. It's wonderful. Yes. I need to reread them. Like right and now. there is a follow up series about America's daughter. And it's really good, too. And she's kind of like um, my Patronus because someone asks her what her favorite food is. And she's like, oh, mimosas. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm living for that as well. And I don't <laughs> like mimosas, but I want oh one. Oh, my God. I used to make Tavia order a mimosa at Bottomless Mimosas just so I could drink hers, too. That says a lot about me. It's fine, though. It's quarantine. <laughs> but, Yeah. The selection is a fantastic series. It, just talking about it, it makes me want to reread it all over again. That is hilarious. <laughs> Not mimosas. the selection series, but your revelation about you as a person. That was really funny. <laughs> I had mimosas today. <laughs> Actually, hysterically so, everybody in Chattanooga bought out the champagne and orange juice at the grocery <laughs> store near me. Oh, yeah. I got the last two bottles of Spumante there. And I, I was guess like, if oh, they're shit. at home brunching for Easter, they yeah. might as well go. You go. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Mimosas. Yes. I have, we have a bottle of rum in our refrigerator that has been there for a year and a half. That's how much I, we drink. I took I, it home. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it only got used when you came over to visit. <laughs> Again, they're learning so many things about me today. Let's be real. They knew this. Yeah. Okay. The last, the last couple I want to talk about, you guys know, and we've talked about ad nauseum, but if I need something that just makes me feel good, my number one choice is going to be either Pride and Prejudice, because I own approximately seven copies, or Harry Potter all day, every day. I thought you were going to go with the Holocaust and I was going to die. Why would you read something depressing? I don't know. You got real excited about the Holocaust at the store. Yeah, but that's like a whole other kind of emotion. That's like when you need to cry Mm. or you need a release. 
Okay. But yes, I do agree with Harry Potter. And yes. they're they're free on Kindle Unlimited and just reread, reread, because it just makes me so happy. I just climb inside of this world and live for a while. Yes. I sometimes just reread the first one because just the introduction to that magic mm-hmm. just is everything. Like it it's is. just it's so vivid, so beautiful. Yeah. Yes. And then Pride and Prejudice because I mean, who wouldn't want to live in the world with wither and thither and felicity? I just would love to go to all the the gorgeous balls. Like do the dresses and dance all night and yeah. I, I want to go to the that. houses and eat the food. I don't think the food would be that good back then. Probably not. I've seen but, menus. Yeah. I don't think but it'd be that good. The houses look really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot go with you. But again, those two are my 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 ride or dies. All right. My last one is gonna be a, a little off way off topic. Were you were you trying really hard to think of a sports metaphor and failing? I really was. I was like <laughs> out of left field. I feel like that's right, but I don't really remember. Davey, I haven't seen people in weeks. <laughs> I can't breathe and laugh so hard. Oh my gosh. Out of left field? I think that's Way right. out in left field. All right. So I'm going to give you a true crime, but I'm going to give it to you with a caveat. So, true crime people know of a podcast called Serial. Like serial killer, not serial the breakfast food. I so, was following you, funnily I enough. Wa- I just wanted to make sure. So Sarah Koenig started serial because of this person. So in early 2000, a high school senior named Adnan Syed was convicted of murdering his girlfriend, Heyman Lee. I believe this was in Baltimore. Pretty sure it was in Baltimore. And he has always said that he was innocent. He never, he didn't seem like the kind of guy that would kill someone. He was not a troublesome ch- kid. He was just a normal 17-year-old boy. Uh, He and his girlfriend had just broken up. Her parents didn't like that he came from a different kind of family. He was, he is Muslim. She was Asian. Her family didn't like, and so they had just broken up. Well, Adnan was convicted of murdering her. His family friends contacted Sarah Koenig, who uh, is a journalist, and Sarah got into so into Adnan's and Hayes' story that she based an entire series of her podcast on him. And so this book is the follow-up to Serial's first season on Adnan Syed's conviction. So this book is called Adnan's story, the search for truth and justice after serial. So this, 
I'll sounds tell- creepy and scary and depressing. It's not creepy or scary, but it it more just makes you want to rip your hair out. I listened to the the podcast in its entirety, like start to finish, after it had all come out because I have a problem with waiting. And it like one episode, I'd be like, oh no, he killed her. Like it's good that he's in jail. But then the next episode, I'd be like, oh no, like he's completely, completely innocent and how dare they put that sweet kid in jail with adults at 17 and at the end of it you still are kind of like god I like I'm I am kind of like 70% one way 30% the other and it's just you don't know but there were so many things wrong with the trial with his lawyer with uh, how the police found information that it's just it's like a train wreck and it's been like it's fascinating so after this after the serial I wanted to know if anything was going on with this case what was happening and so this is the follow-up to what's going on with him now how his life in jail has been has been like and all of that super interesting I desperately cannot wait to read it um I don't think it's at the library and so I will have to wait until I am ungrounded so I can order it but yes it sounds super fascinating so if you were a fan of the podcast serial and you were super intrigued like I was in Adnan's story you should check out the book Adnan's story interesting that is definitely way out in left field from everything else I know but it's just but if you read the if you know about Adnan you already know the story so it's not like it's not going to put you down because you already know so it's just kind of getting more information and stuff because there was no way that Sarah could cover everything in that podcast so this just has more and you know I always want more yes yes interesting yes well that's cool 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 cool. well that's all i have and now i want to go back and reread some stuff which is good there's so many books in the world i know like there i had plans like i had certain ones i was like okay now that i have time i'm gonna reread a whole bunch of things and i haven't done anything instead i read like 80 books Mm -mm. 80 pages of (laughs) I was like that's impressive yeah thank you no um 80 pages of a book that I'm like "Eh," about but we'll see yes well next week is buddy read time and Susie has picked the 13th tale if you guys want to get in on that that's by Diane Setterfield yes Setterfield Setterfield you got it so, if you guys want to get in on that and read it before we talk about it, in I don't. I don't know too much about it, but I do hope that it's not depressing. Right. I also I hope that we can get through it and that we don't come to you next week and have a different book. My, I swear to God, every time I get so excited about a book and we cho- and I so I choose it and then we get a few pages in and I'm like, no. <laughs> that's literally it's uh we've done that twice or three times i think we've done it three times yeah 
Yeah, that's good, Sue. That's good. Which is it's fine. fine. It's, it's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. It's fine. All right, guys. Y'all stay safe. Yes, and we will chat with you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.